Welcome to the Destiny Lorecast, a place to discuss the opinions on the lore of Destiny with our hosts, Purple Chimera, Handsome Dragon, Mythos Mike, and Anampe. This week, we discuss the one-horned leader of the Crucible, Lord Shax, with special guest, The Guardian. Welcome, Guardians. I am Handsome Dragon, and with us this week we have Anon Pig. Anon, how you doing? I'm good. What have you been up to this week? I have been doing nothing but playing Terraria, uh, oh, like nice. absolutely obsessing over it, really. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Have you kind of put uh, put Destiny aside until Destiny 2 comes out? Is I mean, kind of- I, I haven't played Destiny since the Dre. I played Destiny 2 yeah. hardcore in the beta, and then when the beta ended, I was like, well, yep. <laughs> I guess I'll go play Terraria, because if, if you can get over that like beginner's hump in Terraria, it is such a grind in that game. There is this yeah. an infinite is, number of things to is do. Is that a PlayStation exclusive game? No, it's, it, I, I originally got it on PC, so I started playing on PC, okay, and PC. then Guardian here told me that we should play together, and I was like, oh yeah, and I got all excited, and then he's like, yeah, I'm on PS4, and I'm like, ah. Ah. Uh. Ah, that that's uh. ruined everything. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, Mythos Mike was going to join us. He had some unexpected guests pull him away, and uh, Purple Chimera may join us later. She is being a mother to her children. Uh, but we also have with us tonight the Guardian. Guardian, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, like Anon says, dragged down by Terraria. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've kind of been the same. I've, after the Dre, I was still. I still came back and played Destiny just fine and didn't really pull me away too much. But then after the beta, uh, just, I tried going back. And PvE, I still had some fun, but PvP just felt so bad after playing the beta. And I, was just, I was getting so angry so often. I was like, nope, I got to put it down. Just wait for Destiny 2. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been playing Player Unknown Battleground on PC, trying to get used to mouse and keyboard, which is. Not that's not the game you should. That's, well. That is not the game you should be playing if you're trying to get used to mouse and keyboard. As many people I, have said, if you're trying to get used to mouse and keyboard, go play a game with like really good controls. Uh, Overwatch is probably the best. Yeah, but because, Overwatch is a lot more expensive. Because Overwatch not only has very good controls, like it's a very proper PC game. It's not a little like weird and and like I'm I'm aiming at his head and it's shooting his foot like. <laughs> like, not just because of bullet drop or anything, but it also has abilities very similar to Destiny, where it's got, like, the super yeah. or the ultimate, and it's got two uh, character abilities or three character abilities, depending on who you are. Yeah, but when I say I need to learn mouse and keyboard, I don't mean I need to refine my skills, but I literally need to learn them from scratch. And that's... So, like, I tried... I actually played Overwatch during... They had, like, a free weekend. I played it, and it was fun. But, like, I was so, like, I would go, like, I couldn't kill anybody who couldn't hit anything, and I would just plug in my controller and cheat. So, with with uh, Player Unknown, it's not, because it's not as, you know, refined shooting first-person player, like, I feel like I there's more room for error, and so, like, I don't have to be as precise, necessarily, starting off. That's just my mm-hmm. probably flawed logic. Yeah. But uh, 
It's okay. I haven't played computer since Half Life Two, <laughs> Episode Three, so or nice. Episode Two. So it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, playing the the D two beta should be should be interesting. Oh. Well, I mean, you're gonna play the uh, the beta on PC as well. That should be coming out in a few weeks. Yep, I'll be doing it. I'll be giving it my best. I thought about it. I, I'm deciding against it, and not only because <laughs> my mouse is broken. <laughs> That's just a minor. Yeah, I mean, minor that, issue. Like, I'm sure if I actually did try to play the beta on PC with my it's my left click is broken. So to not like kill myself i've switched the left click and right quick click so now like my normal click is my right click but even so mm-hmm. uh, using left click I'll, I'll i'll click and click and click and the the little window doesn't pop up until like 10 clicks in where it's like oh oh, oh you're oh. you're clicking i got you i got what you need <laughs> nice yeah i'm gonna really focus on like during the beta not switching out and putting in the, just plugging in my xbox controller mm-hmm. like whether i decide to do that when the main game comes out or not. Uh, I want for the beta just to really try to really work on just the mouse and keyboard aspect of that. Um, I'll never be able to compete with someone like Lupo or Giggs or GameSager because they're going to be at a whole different level, but at least hopefully I'll be able to be competitive at some level. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so, uh, so as you probably heard on our new intro, uh, today's show is going to be uh, kind of a look in the lore behind Lord Shax. Um, but before we get into the main topic, I wanted to take a, just a second and talk about a project that's being put together by the lore community. Um, I know all of us here are going to be involved in some way. Um, I know Purple had prior engagements, so she's not going to be actually part of the event, but she's supporting it every way she can. And uh, a lot of the lore masters you know in the community are going to be um, working together, hosting a 24-hour charity stream. Um, we're teaming up with LitWorld to support literacy programs across the world. Um, here's just a little blurb about them from their website. Uh, LitWorld is a 501c3 nonprofit organization empowering young people to author lives of independence, hope, and joy, creating permanent positive change in the world. They implement on the ground innovative solutions to the hard to tackle challenge of illiteracy worldwide. With the combined power of children's own stories, access to diverse reading slash writing experiences, in peer-to-peer and adult mentor relationships, we create productive and transformational literacy. We work in close and trusting partnerships with locally-based grassroots organizations to, p- to build sustainable outcomes for young people around the world. With over 750 million people in the world excuse me, who cannot read, LitWorld plays an important role in advocating for children's rights as readers and writers. LitWorld impacts communities in 25 countries through year-round literacy programming and reaches 50 U.S. states and over 100 countries countries through its annual World Breed Allowed Day campaign. Uh, so what it is exactly, uh, we're going to be doing a 24-hour lore fest uh, with all your favorite Destiny lore masters talking about the lore of Destiny and, and all its glory. Uh, the plan is to team up kind of various lore masters that might not talk um, with one another very much, um, kind of pair different podcasts, different YouTubers, um, whatever it may be, um, talking about topics chosen either from the group or suggested by the community. Uh, so this event is going to be, is going to take place August 26th, um, and you can support us or even submit topics and keep up to date on the event on Twitter by following Lore Minds, and that's L-O-R-E-M-I-N-D-S. So, 
Um, so yeah, let's get on to our main topic. Anon, do you want to take uh, this first section? Yeah, I'll take this, this section then. <clears throat> so, before our guardian was brought back by our ghost, a lot happened in the world around us. Many other guardians fought against the darkness, making a name for themselves. One of these guardians was a titan, Lord Shax. Shax wore an iconic set of armor with fur on his shoulders and a helmet with now only one horn. Not a lot of history is given about the early days of guardians, and Shax's is, isn't different. Many of what we now, what we know, we piece together from flavor text and blurbs from Grimoire cards that shed a little bit of light on who this legendary titan is and what his legacy contains. Lord Shax was an excellent crucible fighter, so much so that the titans idolized him. He was particularly fond of rumble, though it may have been during one of these matches that Ikora gave him quite the beating. He was also a war hero. The Grimoire card Crucible Handler tells us, Lord Shax is one of the, the heroes of the Battle of Twilight Gap, having led the counterattack that pushed the Fallen from the city walls. Fearing that another full-scale assault would be, the, be more than the city could repel, Shax chose to stay in the city to mentor guardians in the Crucible. One day, Shax vows to return to the war beyond the city, but only after he is confident the fires of the Crucible have, been for, have forged a new generation of warriors. Shax speaks of the Battle of Twilight Gap as an epic battle, and it was. It was a turning point in our war against the Fallen, and if not for Shax's offensive that pushed the Fallen back for good, who knows what our future would have been. You want another story about Twilight Gap, Shax says? We all dug in... We all dug deep that day. We all touched the light in ways we thought we never could or should. Nice. Uh, nice. Um, Guardian, do you want to take this, this next section? Yeah. <clears throat> we lost a lot of Guardians during Twilight Gap, but lives weren't the only things that were lost. Given what have, it would appear that the friendship, or at least the very least, or at the very least, the partnership between Shax and his mentor Lord Saladin was also lost. Saladin led the defenses during the Battle of the Twilight Gap, and something happened during this fight that tore Saladin and Shax apart. From the Iron Banner Rep Grimoire card, a hero to the city and a legend in his own right, Saladin Forge led the city's defenses during the Battle for Twilight Gap. His protégés, Commander Zavala and Lord Shax, now led the towers, or now lead the towers vanguard and the crucible. Saladin remains close to Zavala, though his relationship with Zax has, or with Shax has been strained since Twilight Gap. While we don't know the details of what happened, many believe that it was Shax's heroic push against the fallen that caused this rift between them. Shax later said, "They say a fire team of defenders can hold any fortification, and that a group of strikers can bring it crashing on the ground." Who said that? I did. It's true. Is this a reference to Saladin wanting to hold their ground against the Fallen? With Shax disobeying orders to go on the offensive? What's worse is that since the excursion was such an epic success, Saladin wouldn't be able to punish him. But it would explain the text from the Iron Banner Grimoire card. Lord Saladin, once Shax's mentor, runs the Iron Banner tournaments to strip Crucible weaklings of their illusions and prepare them for the battle with no concept of fair play. The Iron Banner tests a Guardian, and the Guardian's gear in a definitive, relentless mock war. By order of the city consensus and the Speaker, Saladin and Shax cooperate in administration 
and the Iron Banner is technically a component of the Crucible. In practice, Saladin keeps his own schedule, his own rewards, and his own territory in the tower. Now and then someone tries to get Zavala, Shax, and Saladin to sit down for dinner and sort out their differences, but they remain as awkward and as stubborn as St. Fourteen's skull. Nice. Um, so this next section, um, I kind of have it labeled a Crucible Handler. Um, so there's a pretty popular debate uh, amongst the lore community regarding Lord Shax and whether his position of Crucible Handler was a title given to him when he began overseeing the already existing Crucible, or whether he created the Crucible himself after the Battle of Twilight Gap. Um, from what we are, we're given in the lore, um, which is just a few kind of obscure quotes here and there. Um, it appears would appear to me as as if this was an appointed pointed position or a position he just volunteered for. Uh, given what we know of the timeline as well and what we know from the grimoire and flavor text, I don't know if anything can be found that explicitly shows he created the crucible. But I I can see where there might be some ways you could read it that way. Um, but this seems to be one of those situations where since it doesn't say something explicitly, some people use that as an excuse to push something else with even less, if any, support. Um, so what we do know, um, a couple cards we just read, but I'm going to focus on a couple different areas. Uh, from the Iron Banner rep card, it says, A hero to the city and a legend in his own right, Saladin Forage led the city's defense during the battle for the Twilight Gap. His protégés, Commander Zavala and Lord Shax, now lead the tower's vanguard and the Crucible, respectively. Uh, and the key part that I hi have highlighted there is that now lead. Um, as I, like those are both new positions. Then um, the Crucible Handler card um, states, Sh Lord Shax is one of the heroes of the Battle of Twilight Gap, having led the counterattack that pushed the Fallen from the city walls. Fearing that another full-scale assault would be more than the city could repel, Shax chose to stay in the city to mentor guardians. Um, so again, he chose to stay in the city to mentor guardians in the Crucible, not that you know he created the Crucible. Um, and then in a quest or a bounty step, uh, prove yourself in the Crucible, it says, Shax has been running the Crucible for a long time. A long, long time. He's old, and he's pretty much seen it all. It takes a bit to impress him, grab some friends, and make a splash. Um, so that's just that he's been running the Crucible. Um, and then one of the uh, more definitive quotes in my mind is from the Crucible Quartermaster, which from our site 9940, it says, our site 9940 is the last of Lord Shax's personal combat frames. When he chose to remain in the city to oversee the Crucible, Shax had our site's combat systems deactivated and rebooted with the tower's more civil civil vendor protocols. Uh, so that there, it you know it does say that he remained in the city to oversee the Crucible, which I think implies that the Crucible already existed. Um, and the next one's pretty much the same thing. Um, it's like I I also admit that there's that none of these quotes fully prove anything. They're all kind of obscure, nothing really say it. They're not specific in their wording. And as we learned from John Goff, you know, anything that's not explicitly said <laughs> can be written in a completely different way in the future. And so given more context, it could be very well be told that Shax created the Crucible. But I think uh, given the context that we do have, um, I find it hard to, to read those lines as anything other than Shaq's um, took over the uh, the leadership role of the Crucible after the Battle of Twilight Gap. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on that before we move on? 
I agree with it. I mean, I don't really have any anything to add. I, I kind of see it as like I don't, in my personal opinion that maybe there's possible that the crucible existed, but it was very ragtag. Yeah. I feel like that's mm-hmm. always kind of been my thing. It, it didn't really exist to the state of what it is. It was more of just like a fun game that Guardians would play, and then when Shax remained, he kind of saw that and went, "This is a great idea. I'm going to turn this into something real." Yep, I agree completely. Um, I actually just something that just thought in my mind when you're reading one of the the uh, Iron Banner card. Um, like we know the Iron Banner was um, it was created a long time ago as well uh, it says that you know uh, Saladin runs the Iron Banner to strip Crucible weak, weaklings from their illusions and prepare them for a battle with no concept of fair play um, but we know that um, the Crucible like it in the past it had kind of this and we know Dredgen Yor going in with his thorn and it doesn't really seem like fair play. We know uh, we'll read a little bit later of uh, a couple of text mechanica vendors trying to fix crucible matches. Well, by fair play, they mean light level doesn't matter. Yeah, possibly. But uh, well, what, just my point, I guess, is just that Shax is very focused on fair play, and so I wonder if the the crucible in general kind of had this kind of tag kind of ragtag yeah, mentality like, beforehand like i think you're taking that too literally but I, maybe i <clears throat> sorry i think you're taking that too literally but i would agree that it, it the crucible okay. before that point would uh have been like less civilized i guess or less structured mm-hmm. rather uh now like as i'm thinking about it now like i i sort of can only really see it like the early days of the crucible was probably skirmish and rumble like nothing else like i can't imagine control could have actually worked right without like set rules whereas skirmish is just like us versus you and rumble it's just let's all fight and that would sort of make sense for why skirmish is called skirmish you know you just had a skirmish with three other guardians yeah. no definitely but uh, uh but yeah, do you want to take this uh, this next section yeah so Once our guardian comes onto the scene, the world around us is already established for the most part. The vanguard, the factions, the crucible leaders have all been appointed and assigned. Which is why, when we first get to the tower, one of the first people we meet is Lord Shax, the crucible handler. Like the vanguard, the crucible offers you bounties to complete while in the field. What's interesting is the reason. As we're told, he lays out his own bounties so as not to be outdone. I don't know if it's just his competitive nature, or maybe he feels he has something to prove, but it stands to reason that Shax is going to do all he can to ensure not just the success of the Crucible, but the success of the Guardians within it. During his time in the Crucible, on the battlefield, and in the tower, uh, Shax has gained a reputation. He is fierce, he is strong, and he's not someone that you want to cross. Whether it's catching cheaters in the crucible, stopping gambling rings from tainting the crucible, or just from the vigorous training he gives to guardians, the crucible is now, for all intents and purposes, Shax's crucible. It was also his skill and research in all things of swordplay that helped bring swords into the city, and thus into the crucible. Uh, guardian, do you want to take a 
this next section. Yeah. <clears throat> As part of his crucible, Shax commands a group called the Red Jacks. The Red Jacks have plenty of lore behind them on their own, so we aren't going to get deep in or we aren't going to get deep into discussion on them, except where it pertains to Shax directly. In one instance, we learn that Lord Shax and a Red Jack fire team assisted Holborn's host in the discovery of fleet base Koros on Phobos. Despite it being home to the largest known Cabal orbital defense station, the Skyburner fleet was never deployed against the city, which always caused Zavala to fear the Cabal had yet to launch their core campaign. Looks like Zavala was right all along. With the Red Jacks to command, Shax is able to secure zones for the Crucible matches that would otherwise be uninhabitable. Racing sparrows to the heart of Vexter territory seems foolish. However, Shax ordered his Red Jacks to find a location worthy of the bravest and most skilled of guardians. So through the heart of Vexter territory, we went. Not all frames used within the Red Jacks survive these expeditions. It's known to be a 50-50 when it comes to frames. Sometimes they explode, and sometimes they paired other people, giving off some creepy vibes. The thought of a bunch of frames all parroting shacks, however, isn't something that technicians even want to joke about. No matter what location Shax sends his red jacks to, whether it's to Vertigo to allow the vert verticality to help train new recruits, to Sector 618 to create an obstacle course for guardians, not for fun, but because it held the spirit of war and added balance and navigational challenges to crucible matches. The purpose behind Shax's decision is for training. Whether he sends his red jacks to the Cathedral of Dusk, a burial site for something vile, or the dungeons just to prove that even a hive ship can be used as a guardian training ground. Uh, there's a lot of mystery surrounding Shax as well. Um, when reaching out to Osiris, the speaker mentions Shax in regards to stories heard of him meeting with fire teams of warlocks who have no shadow and never blink. Uh, there's also an artifact named uh, the Whispering Sphere, which says, You can't be sure, but you think you've seen Lord Shaq speaking into a sphere just like this one. Uh, and then the image for the artifacts, kind of this black, glossy orb inside this pure gold pyramid uh, kind of canister. Um, it's, it's known that Shaq doesn't approve of what the faction's bring uh based on the text so the text we get it doesn't seem he th like he thinks too highly of any of them uh, making fun of the future world cults, cults claims that they've been around since the end of the golden age exposing dead orbits true motives of not wanting anything more to do with the traveler or even the tower for that matter um shax isn't a fan of corruption and he isn't a fan of playing political games However, he does seem to have a pretty good head on his shoulders to understand why some games need to be played. Um, in one quest step, he says, The city's factions all have their own agendas, independent of the vanguard. Political scum. But even I have to admit, they have resources that could prove useful to, field, to fledging co competitors in the Crucible. Uh, Zavala adds when he says as well, The Crucible is a training ground preparing guardians for war against the darkness but it hosts a battle fought in parallel, a political one between the city's factions carried out by the guardians they recruit. Shax has attempted to curb their influences, but they are a reminder that the vanguard serves a city of many agendas. Um, maintaining a competitive and fair crucible is at the forefront of Shax's agenda. When he learned the, that agents of Tex Mechanica were looking to fix crucible matches in order to make their weapons look better, Shax made sure they didn't do it again. Uh, that card's a pretty good card. Um, Anon, do you want to read 
uh, the Ghost Fragment City H2 card? Um, trying to think how we could even read that. Yeah, I think it's probably best just to kind of read it down. Like, there's... Yeah, it's kind of a tough one because it doesn't really separate who says what, but... Yeah, okay, well... I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just read it and people listening, because, like, even, re- even looking at it, it won't really help, because it's just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to be reading it yourself, but... That's a, All right, so... What was that? Nothing. We're secure. We'd better be. Calm down. Whole district's been deserted ever since the gap. Nobody's here. Except us. Why'd he make us come out here? Secrecy. I don't know. He's our man on the inside, so we humor him. It's just the quiet making you jump. Help me get the screen up, screen set up. It feels criminal. I got word from the consensus, says it's not. You know what I mean. Maybe it's not against any law, but it's messing with the tower. It feels dangerous, wrong. So go home. Yeah, you'd like that, wouldn't you? You take all the credit, get promoted to division head. I'm stuck. So stay, okay? Think it's working now. <clears throat> Nothing on the screen. Do we have a signal? No, Sha. The contrast said, at the contact said at six sharp. Then he's late. If he dragged us out here for nothing, yeah. What are you gonna do to him exactly? Let's just. We have to get the. We have a signal. Okay, here it comes. Static. There. That's not. You're not Sha. Ninety nine forty Arkite. Are you Madras Winham and Sia Droysen of the Tex Mechanica Foundry West District? Yes. My owner has instructed me to give you the following message. I don't have time for low-life drugs like you. You disgust me, but my owner has instructed me to continue. Sit down and let the frame talk. I know your type, city big shots. You can show them so you can show some damn listen, respect. Now listen, I get your I got your message and the answer is no. I'm, but, not going to fix the crucible fights for you idiots just to make your Tex Mechanica junk look good. Do you? Now, I wouldn't put it quite like that. Think you're going, you're the first dregs dumb enough to try to buy me? Why do, pe- why do you people think you can buy me? Don't I have an honest face? Do I look like I need money? The crucible is sacred. That's what you people don't understand. Like, you think that it's a game. Now, damn, this is the part where you start blustering at my little buddy here, telling him it's all legal down in the city, just business, just sponsorship, so listen. I can have ten titans crashing through your ceiling anytime I like, and you can't tell them it's just business. Damn. Or we can talk about how you're going to make this up to me. Ah, my little buddy's listening. Make him an offer. That's the uh, that's always been one of my favorite cards. Hmm. Uh, reading through, it's just I love how Shax just just puts down the ban hammer pretty much. Um, there's a, another I thought it was a funny insert in the uh, when we got the um, the Owl Sector ARG. Um, uh, there's a comment about uh, Saladin just storming out and Shax. Oh, or, uh, no, no. Or, oh yeah okay yeah uh, so Saladin storms out of the room and Zavala says he demanded to know what the the might was 
from this Owl Sector event, and Ikora Ray says, his guess is as good as ours. Ah, uh, Nikade, you don't mind him, he's always like that. Have you seen Shax? His poor crucible. What is this stuff? Get it out of my crucible! Uh, and then, you'd think he'd appreciate increased aggression. Uh, and then Zavala says he's always cared, or he cares more about fairness. So even with the mites, like his primary concern is, you know, whether his crucible is fair or not. Um, let's see. Which section is this? This one's kind of a. Oh, this, this is a good one. Uh, Anon, do you want to take this section? Well, I just read, so what is a oh, guardian? Yeah, a guardian, yeah. Guardian, okay. want to take a. <clears throat> tell me what you learned. We talked before about the purpose of the Crucible, and this isn't something that Shax takes lightly. In fact, many Guardians criticize Lord Shax for the conditions in the Crucible, but Shax knows that these are the same Guardians that, when the match begins, steps up to step up to prepare themselves against the darkness. As Shax says during a quest step, what you'll get out of the Crucible will come from what you put into it. Shax wisely encourages Guardians not to cherish our victories, as it's defeat that holds all the lessons. During a post-match report, one Guardian remembers seeing a blue burst against the skyline, just before Shax falls, bringing the sky with him, and, a scattering, and scattering the Guardian and his squad to the wind. After they're revived by their ghosts, Shax is there to say one thing. Tell me what you've learned. Want to hear a joke told by Lord Shax? What do a warlock, a hunter, and a titan all have in common? They can't be beaten. And their glory can be taken. Or sorry, they can be beaten, and their glory can be taken. Don't let it happen to you. Perhaps humor isn't a sh his strong suit, but you can't deny his passion for teaching. Take it upon himself to prepare guardians to face the greatest enemy is not an easy undertaking, as explained by Akora. Shax reveals in running the crucible, he treats it with the somberness one treats actual battle. When you win. He's confident you'll take the prowess to the stars against the darkness. When you lose, he feels like he lost, that it was all his fault. Remember, he's as tough on himself as he is on you. Shax may not know what the darkness is, but he knows that our only hope in the long run is being prepared to defeat it. A quote from Lord Shax, The darkness has no single form or appearance, only its function remains the same, terminating us. The Crucible match types are my best shot at preparing Guardians for what's out there. It's been enough. So far. Um, one of the best examples of the passion and character of Lord Shax is, I think, is from the Ghost Fragment Lord Shax and Ghost Fragment Lord Shax 2 Grimmar cards. Um, these are, they're both pretty long. Uh, I'll read the first one and then, I guess, Anon, if you want to read the second one, you can do that. But, uh, um... I beat you fair, Kate said. Don't ever... He raised his hand high to wag a finger under Shax's nose. Try to outrace my golden guns. Two children ran by in a blur, laughing. Shax shook his head slowly. It was a tactical error. Won't happen again. Next time doesn't matter. You lost today, and today you owe me. The titan stared down at the hunter, but said nothing. His hands clenched in fists. Kate ignored the posturing and turned to face the desolate field of dirt and large rocks. A writhing mob of children sp spread across it, clusters of them barreling into each other as they bellowed and screamed. A much smaller number of elders waded in, in, the, waded in the chaotic sea of miniature people. What is this? What's happening? Shax demanded. The city has children, children who must stay within designated safe zones. 
The two guardians watched as a boy climbed the largest rock on the field, about four feet in the air, and howled at the sky. Of course they're going to go a little stir-crazy. Parents bring them out to this. You'd think it would have a name. This field every month, and they have at it. Better they hit each other than climb the walls. Shaq stared at them. So, you're going to pick two, Kate said. Shax looked down at him. Pick two what? Two of the little brats. You'll pick a team of two, and you're going to train them in this sport they play here. It's some kind of tournament. You know all about those. Shax surveyed the field. This is ridiculous, he concluded. That's not the last time you're going to say that today, but you've made your bed. Get comfy. I can pay you glimmer. Two crucial matches worth. Why waste my time on children? A child sped past and waved at Cade as Shaq spoke. Cade responded with an upward thumb. I like bugging you. Plus, you'd be surprised what goes on out here that only these little miscreants know about. Beneath the helmet, Shaq stared holes into the Exo's face. They run very fast. Listen, I know you're going to be you, but try to keep them intact. I make sure a guardian they know comes to visit them once in a while. You weren't the kid's first choice or even their tenth, but you were the only one I could get leverage on this week. Shaq stood motionless, but his fury engulfed the air like a flame. Cade turned to leave, his cloak billowing in the wind behind him. I'm going to make so many crucible bets while you're gone. You wouldn't dare, Shax began, but Cade was already lost in a departing crowd of adults. Shax let out a breath, then scanned the field again, past child after squirming child. He quickly discerned the two, of the two on the field with the best athletic potential, two human girls, snarling as they swung branches at each other, seemingly impervious to pain. He walked past them, through the crowd, and several elders paused just briefly enough in their youth, in their youth wrangling to let their jaws hang. Lord Shax navigated the unruly sea with grace and headed toward a lone tree in the corner of the field. An awoken girl and a human boy sat huddled below it. As Shax's shadow eclipsed them, they looked up at him with the same brightness in their eyes. What are your names? he demanded. Runa, said the Awoken, with some disdain. She returned the blank stare of Shax's faceplate. My name is Lone Wabo, recited the human, more like a question than a statement. You look bored, Runa, Shax observed, and you look worried, Lonroba. He pointed at the boy who scooted back, startled. As far as I'm concerned, that makes both of you more intelligent than these other dregs, said the titan. You're with me. I need the rules of engagement. Shaq stared at them, and they stared back. Someone talked to me. They both spoke at once, and Shaq listened in silence as they talked over each other to explain the game. Teams of two launched orb projectiles at each other, and players struck, and players struck are eliminated. If both players on a team are eliminated, the team is out of the tournament, and their chance to play on the field is over. What do you call this drill? Skirmish? Supremacy? Shax demanded. Dodgeball, said Runa. We'll work on the name. Follow, the instru follow my instructions, and I will lead you to victory. Shax waved one of the adults over. Lord, Lord Shax, said the XO male. Shax is fine. Only guardians owed him respect. Find my team a match. Sooner, the better. Shax brought Lomobo and Runa to the field, and kneeled. His hands engulfed their shoulders like a pair of descending moons. My friends, should you be killed, others lesser than you will take your place. Don't fight for yourself. Fight for those poor fools. 
Lanwabo opened his mouth as if to speak, but hiccuped instead. Shax turned them both around to face the sun and the other team across the field. He kneeled so low that his face was level with theirs. The three stared at the opposition. Two human boys, eyes glaring, fists balled in determination. Their elder stood with behind them, his or her eyes wide as she recognized Lord Shax. Ronald yawned and rubbed her face, trying to clear the sleep from it. Shax whispered to his new charges, Crush them. So then uh, I'll take over for the next one. The morning turned to noon as the sky darkened with dodgeballs and filled with the battle cries of children. When it was over, Lanwabo had tears in his eyes, but he tried his best to stand straight. Runa had a bloody knee and stared wordlessly at the winning team, the two <coughs> snarling girls from earlier in the morning. The girls lifted an unrefined mass of plasteel, a makeshift trophy, over their heads, and they roared. <coughs> Shaq stared up at the traveler. It sat buoyed by a mantle of clouds against the blue sky. It didn't seem to notice him. Tell me what you've learned, Shaq said to Runa and Lanwabo, his faceplate fixed skyward. They did, and they spoke of a continuous for a continuous three minutes. Shax nodded slowly. So you're not mad, asked Lanwabo, his face brightened. You've gained more from this than the victors, he replied. The three of them looked on as the two girls smashed the plasteel cluster into the dirt, and to the horror of all the other children, it shattered. Runa's eyes narrowed ever so slightly, a dodgeball gripped in her hands. Shax continued. Victory is key to survival. You need it. Need to fight for it. But it teaches nothing. Does that mean, in a way, we won? Asked Lanwabo. No. Shax looked down at them. No. You were annihilated. Oh, said Lanwabo. Runa continued to stare at the shattered trophy and the winning team. She slowly turned the dodgeball in her hand. Let this loss drive you, Shax said to both of them. But the game is over. Your focus should be on what's to come. Lanwabo stared down at his hands. I think... I think I'm going to read a book, he said, surprising himself as he uttered the words. We all make our own choices, said Shax. Runa said nothing as Kate strode up out of the shadow of the afternoon sun. Everything good? the hunter asked Shax. Do I look like I care? Come on, buddy. The bet's fulfilled. You don't have to pout. Just remember not to challenge a hunter with golden guns. I can and I will. Rematch. End of the day. You're on. I hope you're ready to babysit till the next dawning. Runa's ball struck Cade in the neck, a stealth attack taught to her earlier in the morning. He yelped more surprised than hurt. Who did that? Who did that and how? The hunter demanded loudly as the ball bounced away. The ball didn't respond. Luna, Lanwabo, and several other children smiled. Shax, what have you been telling them? Shax stared silently down at the exo-hunter until Cade blinked. I, uh... Found my sparrow, Cade said to deflect. I can't give us. I can give us back. Give us a lift back to the tower. As the other children and the elders dispersed, Runa watched Cade's sparrow as it carried the two guardians off towards the gleaming tower in the distance. She gave a titan salute as they disappeared from view. Yeah, I think that those two cards are. It's an awesome story. I wish we would have gotten dodgeball in some form destiny would have been awesome but i love just the the story of him you know in this situation that he didn't want to be in and he immediately goes to the two you know the the lowliest worst 
you know people he could have chosen for his his team but cho- picking them knowing that that's where the lesson would have been you know that's where he could have done the most good with his teaching uh, and I think that just kind of gives a perfect example of of, of who he is. Um, let's see. Um, Guardian, do you want to, or I'll take this next spot here. Um, kind of before we close off the show, I wanted to go through and read a couple smaller flavor texts from the bounties and quests. Um, I got found interesting, but didn't really fit in any of the sections. Um, a couple of them kind of just, um, they're interesting. I like, I've, I've always liked the way that Bungie will hint at future storylines. Um, within the grimoire or text, and uh, um, one of them is uh, from Black Shield grimoire card. It says, "Codename Black Shield. This decommissioned firebase is believed to have been a key position used by the Cabal as they established their war base on the surface of Mars, with the majority of their focus or their, their forces stationed planet side. Guardians have been able to claim Black Shield as a competitive training ground. Both Shaxx and Commander Zavala have questioned the Cabal's strategy." Believing that forfeiting such a strategic position may one day leave the Cabal and Mars open to a proper offensive. Um, then another one is a taking control bounty. It says, take the zones and hold them. And please, for my sanity, don't overextend. Two zones is plenty. Uh, I found that funny just because, uh, you know, that's like the one thing when you're playing controls, how frustrating it is when you have two zones and then you always have that random blueberry who goes and captures that third zone and flips the spawns and kind of takes away the advantage from you. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, this other one is uh, it's called it's Talk to Lord Shaxx uh, Quest Step. It says, Shaxx has not changed at all since we joined up. I think it would quite literally take an assault on the tower to get him to move from the station. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny because it's pretty much exactly what ended up happening. Um, and then... Uh, this last one is taking a claim. Quest step it says control matches keep guardians familiar with capturing and holding territory. We'll be ready when the time comes to take back what we lost to the darkness. Uh, just kind of another, I think, hint. You know, now we're we've been preparing and it's time to kind of take back ground that was lost. Um, Anon, did you want to talk at all about? I know you had a. Like a little theory no. about Shaq. No, I don't. I don't really not, want not to cover that now. That. All right. Um, there's a couple quotes just from uh, Shaq that kind of as an NPC that were funny. We could kind of anyone want to just read a couple of these or Guardian. Yeah, <laughs> I was just looking at them. I love some of yeah. these. Yeah, I kind of um, I kind of bolded the ones I liked. But if there's any other ones in there you want to read, go ahead and read whatever ones. No, I think those are some of my favorite. Um, I would tear out a Vex heart with my teeth. I would sear the Cabal with my burning light. Challenge the Kells to personal combat and scatter them. I'd, I've been watching too many Crucible matches. <laughs> um, and the other one, I, I really like this one as well. Uh, do you like it better when Lord Saladin oversees these matches? Do I look like I care? Get back in there. <laughs> That's actually... Uh, I like... That's actually something from uh, Shaxx 2 that I just read, if, if anyone remembers. Everything good? The hunter asked Shaxx, do I look like I care? 
So I guess yeah. <laughs> I guess that's <laughs> I like, like if if anything <laughs> that uh, Shaq's had would go on a T-shirt, it would be "Do I look like a care?" That's that's a good idea. Much. We should we should get someone in the uh, uh, community artist Discord to work on that. <laughs> um, I like these quotes. Uh, one of the first one was, "I'm not going to tell you how I lost the horn. You couldn't handle it." And then after you defeat Oryx like in the campaign, that line changes to. I will tell you how I lost my horn, but it doesn't live up to slaying orcs. <laughs> so I like how that kind of changes a little bit. Mm. I think my favorite will always be just purely for how he says it. It's just fight forever, Guardian. Just fight forever, Guardian. <laughs> it's just so absurd how he just <laughs> screams it at you. It's just fantastic. Screams it at you. It's not. It's not on this list, but um, for anyone. I don't know how many people have noticed it in the beta, but when you kill someone in their super with your super, sometimes Shaq says, ah! <laughs> 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 It was the craziest, like, uh, I was like, yeah, I got, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I literally just, I, awesome. I just love that. That's, that's sort of um, Bungie's, yeah. Bungie's display of how they, like, they always say we're always listening. Yeah, they clearly are because they are listening to the dumbest fucking shit. People are saying, "I love how Shaq <laughs> screams in the Crucible all the time." So now he's, now literally, he's literally screaming, screaming. <laughs> not even words. Ah! Awesome. Yeah, I think. I, well, I think. The, uh, go ahead. I think my all-time favorite Shaq's quote. Um, and I don't see it on, on the list here, but it, it's my absolute favorite. And it's just, oh, did they ever stand a chance? And I just love that feeling of just Shaq's going, they they never even stood a chance against you. Like, mm-hmm. that just feels so awesome every and time so, he says it. And so, I just want to say, like, it is sort of uh, very directed at your guardian. But the best way to look at, like, the Crucible based Shaq's quotes is that he's shout casting the Crucible match. So. Imagine mm-hmm. a stadium of people watching your Crucible match, because <laughs> I'm not I'm not off of my my super kill super. Uh, imagine a stadium watching your Crucible match, and you're on the big screen because you're the focus right now. And he's shout casting, and he's going, "Up! Mm-hmm. Oh, someone just cast the uh, Sentinel, and ah, oh, he's casting Golden Gun, and then a Golden Gun killed the Sentinel!" Ah! Like he just screams, <laughs> and everybody's going nuts. <laughs> I got goosebumps just imagine picturing it. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I want Lord Shaq's yeah. shout casting. That's that's. I want to see this in Destiny Two. I want to see like right. screens where you see like actual Crucible <laughs> games going on and like Shaq sitting in a that little booth so- with his coffee mug. <laughs> and uh, uh, I love the uh, the little bantering they have between Cade and Shaq. Like it's it's kind of littered throughout the game a little bit, but uh, like one of these quotes is. Cade ran through the crucible like as if it was a like as if it was a game, sly bastard. And then there's a there's actually a couple of quest steps. Whereas one the first one is precision shooting is an art, and no matter what the hunters say, no one has a monopoly on the technique. And then the next one is from Cade says, forget what Shaq says. Hunters absolutely have a monopoly on precision shooting. Can't can't convince me otherwise. Unless you I don't know finish this bounty <laughs> my uh my other like favorite nice. Shaq's quote is just a simple crucible one where he where he says line them up faster i just i just feel so i feel so powerful <laughs> when i hear that line i'm like yeah 
and someone's fucking knocking them mm-hmm. all down. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing about any of these quotes is you can't just read them really like what we're doing. Like when you read the mist, like you have to get yeah, like you have to shout them. It's like wipe them out. <laughs> There's just nothing Every, that makes you feel perfect. as awesome yeah. as Shaq's yelling at you. <laughs> I say take the crest, you take all the crests. Um, one of my kind of the last one here is the the paper fortune. I loved it because the paper fortune is just inevitably Shax will shout at you. Yeah, and yes, he will. <laughs> Whether you're doing bad when, or when you good, kill a super with a super. <laughs> <laughs> I like he's just generally shouting all the time. Like even in the beta, when you're like when he's offering you guys, it just sounds like he's kind of shouting. He just mm-hmm. shouts constantly. So while we're sort of on the topic of the beta and Shax, I know we talked about it last week. I'm still I'm still upset with it. He has a fucking armory. <laughs> like I I guess actually that's yeah. not too weird to think about because you know, he has crucible weapons. So it should just be crucible weapons in that armory, but that's like not what's in there. Like it should have been like there should have been like cryptic dragons on the wall or whatever the hell they were. It was cryptic dragon? Mm-hmm. But it's all Vanguard weapons. Yeah, it was all weapons. Vanguard weapons. I was like, why is this Shax's armor? Yeah. Does does it say? I don't. I only. I only actually played, like, I paid attention through the story once. Like other times, I just kind of ran through so I could play the, play Crucible. But um, like, does he yeah. say this is my armory or is he it says just, this, this is, is my? He's like, this is my armory. Like, take a weapon. Or he says, "Go through okay. my armory and take a weapon, or something like that," because the other the other path is closed off. Okay, you know, it could just be that he, you know, part of his role as crucible handler is just kind of being the armory I guess. captain or something. But it I is kind of like weird, if, though. I, I at least at least it should have a mixture. Yeah, if it was if it was if it was his something. armory, I would imagine if it was like one gun armory, I would imagine it wouldn't be him in charge personally. But that's that's just me. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It's kind of weird. well. The only frame, the only uh, things that sell weapons in the tower are frames. So maybe he's in charge of the frames. He so. is most definitely <laughs> not in charge of the frames. <laughs> <laughs> I still like have a shooting range on the farm. No, I know we're not. That's one of the dumbest things. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna hurt (laughs) people's feelings. That's one of the dumbest things I've I've heard about the beta theories, where they were saying like, "Oh, there's frames on the farm. I bet we're gonna have like a shooting range or a practice mode with like where we fight the frames instead of guardians." Like, no, frames are valuable. We're we're not gonna be wasting frames so we can practice. We have guardians (laughs) who cannot die. We're gonna use them. That's what the Dark Beyond's for. Yeah. I would love for, uh, not necessarily for a night place to shoot frames, but just like a, an area in the farm where you can kind of go in and then you can pull your weapon out and fire if you want. Because there's a lot of times I get a weapon and I want to try it out, but I don't necessarily want to have to go to a zone. It might make it easier now that I don't have to go to orbit, go to blah, blah, blah. Like I, now everything's a little bit more seamless in Destiny 2, so it might not make that as you know, as much of a track before, but mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to add on, uh, on Shax before we wrap this up? Shax is a beast with that raised lighter on his back. Yeah. Uh, he just, when I, awesome. uh, when I saw, we saw that, f- uh, first cut scene uh, at the, 
the at DRE with the uh, Zavala's kind of a uh, early life as a guardian, um, and it shows at one point it shows Shax with two horns. Like all ever since I saw that, it's like now all I want to know is I want to see how he lost his horn, and then he kind of he tells us he's going to tell us the story so i'm ready <laughs> i don't i don't really have anything on checks but talking about nathan fillion reminded me what i did or talking about Cade six reminded me what i did the <laughs> other day um so as as like a little wrap-up thing um have you guys ever watched dr horrible sing-along blog <laughs> yes it is I such haven't. a great movie first of all it is such a great movie standalone also, Nathan Fillion is in it. He plays a quote-unquote superhero who's a completely self-absorbed asshole uh, who's in love with himself. And so I was like, ah, oh, it's been a while since I watched that movie, completely forgetting Nathan Fillion is in this movie. And then I'm watching it, and there's Nathan Fillion, and all I could see was Cade. And I see Cade in the movie singing the songs and doing the things. And I'm like, oh, my God, this has got like ten times better. So if <laughs> any, awesome. See, I'm kind of happy because Cade 6 has yet to replace Mal for me. Well, I so. don't even know who that is. But if you're a fan of Cade, if you're a fan of Cade, if you're a fan of Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog, or if you're just a fan of good movies, you should watch it and just go ahead and visualize Cade over Nathan Fillion because it just <laughs> it made it so much better. It's fun. Nice. Nice. Well, I think that's going to uh, to do it with our show. Um, we we had a little bit of different format this week. Uh, I wanted to try yeah, something a little let's new. Let's never do that again. Um, I think we'll... Yeah, I think we there's definitely some feedback we'll take from this one. Um, but definitely, listeners, let us know your thoughts on on the format of this episode um i definitely think there's some changes we need to make to it um i didn't necessarily have the the spaces for the discussion which is what i like most about the show is when we get to actually have good discussions yeah, so on stuff. Actually, but uh, just give us your feedback i, I want to actually bring well. this up to sort of because like to the listeners you know like we're doing the show like for you Mm -hmm. we want to do a good show for you so our old format was very like here are the grimoire cards and then here and i felt personally i feel that opens discussion more so because it's not anyone's singular opinion whereas if i'm reading something i feel like i can't then go i don't agree with this but i just said it and even then, like, the, the counter to that is, well, then everyone should just write their own parts, and then it would sort of fight the flow when one person's saying one thing and then another person saying another thing. And personally, I prefer the old system completely to this new system. Uh, we do want to hear what you think about that. I do, I do agree there are some really good things in this system, like the intro. Like, we used to sort of do, like, intros to Grimoire cards, uh, and a lot of uh, things like having it so easily read out, I feel like we can maybe not read every grimoire card, but summarize some grimoire cards and then read others. I think that mm-hmm. would be a, a good compromise. Uh, so that's something that we want to hear about. Email us at destinylorecast. Tweet at us at destinylork or email us destinylorecast at gmail dot com. Tweet us at destinylorecast. Tweet me uh, if you want. That's fine. Uh, 
because I want to see it. I want to get the feedback. We want the feedback. Comment on the episode. We get mm-hmm. the comments. Um, Mike's in charge of the comments. He hasn't gotten. A, he hasn't given us the comments in a while. I don't know if that's we haven't gotten any or if it's he just forgot. So I'm gonna get on him about that. But yeah, uh, get on him. Just yell at a non-pig yeah. on Twitter. No, and and the best another way. change here is Guardian. Guardian is sort of uh, jumping on to stay. Maybe he's on a temporary. Yeah, he, if he doesn't we'll fuck up. But you know, <laughs> if, if I don't mess up, yeah. yeah if, you, if you guys don't like him always being here, if you're just like nah, nah, that guy's a fucking asshole, then we'll we'll get rid of him. It's that simple. Message us on Twitter. And, Hashtag Guardian yeah, and if sucks, you don't want we'll Dragon off. on the show, we'll kick him <laughs> off. And if you don't want Mike on the show, we'll kick him off. That's true. And if you don't want Purple on the show, you can go fuck off because she's staying. <laughs> I, I support that one hundred percent. Agreed. <laughs> but yeah, so you can you can you can do the outro now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, well, you already got most of it. Let it contact us if uh, you have any questions, feedback, whatever it may be. Um, we do love hearing from you. Um, also, make sure you check out the Lore Minds on Twitter, um, as well as LitWorld.org to stay up to date on the, the event coming up. Um, also, like to shout out the other uh, podcasts uh, that are part of our um, our uh, network, our podcast connection. We've got the Massive Destiny, Massive Breakdowns. We have the I'm blanking on them. Oh, RNG Cast. We have the Destiny Tracker podcast. We have the Rabbit Hole Radio podcast. Uh, Anon, did I forget anyone? Uh, I think that's all of them. Um, all great shows. Definitely give those shows a listen throughout your week while you're waiting for ours. Um, yeah. Anon, where can everyone Twitter, find you? At Anon Pig. And... Um, that's really it, because Terraria is not like an open world thing. You can't find me in my ter- Terraria worlds or my awesome treehouse. <laughs> nice, nice. Guardian, uh, where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Twitter at Guardian21. Nice. And uh, he spells Guardian wrong. It's G-A-U, yes. not G-U-A. Just helping you out there. Um, you can find me uh, on Twitter at HandsomeDragon. The O's are zeros. Uh, you can also find me occasionally on Twitch now that I got my game capture card back. Um, also, Handsome Dragon, the O's are zeros. Um, please, please, please leave us a iTunes review. Uh, definitely helps us grow and uh, helps other, other Guardians uh, find our show. Uh, with that, that's all I have. Uh, Guardians, have a good night. There we go. <laughs> Mm, sorry. Peace. <laughs> that was a yawn. <laughs> <laughs>